You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Ten, Network. Nine. Ignition sequence start. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Eagles 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Exeter Eagles travel to take on the West York Area Bulldogs. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Darren Ziner and Nate Govan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, for those of you who were with us last night, we definitely had a lightning delay, uh, but we pushed through it, Jerry, um, and we had to postpone and, and come back today. So thank you for everybody who's back and listening to us this morning on the broadcast. And here we are this morning. We have had, uh, while, while we weren't on the air, we had uh, a missed. Samar Paschal on a nice carry, handoff to the right-hand side by Riley Martinez. West York took the kickoff. Yep. Uh, the, the rest of the quarter, and maybe another minute, did nothing with it. So now Exeter has the ball at the 30. Yeah, Exeter at the 30 right now. So uh, it is looks like first and 10 from the 30. Uh, Zaymar Paschal just had a nice long run uh, prior to the one we just spoke of. So we're moving the ball downfield. First and 10 Eagles from the 30-yard line. That's actually on the 23. I missed 23, one. okay. Paschal on the carry. He's up the middle. He breaks one tackle, two tackles. Then he's met by a host of bulldogs. <laughs> Is that the term, host? That Yeah, when it's more than one and I can't see the number. <laughs> so it looks like number 64 was first in to, to make contact. So that's Carter McLean, um, the six foot three, 234 defensive tackle for the West York Bulldogs. So yeah, That's a big kid. Jerry, it's a little bit warm today. It's humid. But uh, we shouldn't complain because I know those guys down there in equipment are way hotter. It's Pennsylvania in summer. What are we complaining about? Definitely. Second and about good six. Martinez waits for the snap. Snap comes out. Quick pass in the flat to Pashley. Pashley turns the corner. He's up. He misses one, two, three. Finally brought down closer to the three-yard line. He is inside the five. Excellent catch by Pashley, and uh, once he had that ball in hand, he just took off. He, he definitely did. Good, what did he get out of that? 13? I would, I would say at least at least 10, yeah. at least 10 on that one before number two, Julius Madden, comes in to make a play. And uh, Julius Madden is another one of these young guys for West York who, who looked pretty good last night, too. You heard his name get called quite a bit. Martinez tosses out to Paschal. Paschal on the right-hand side. And he's pretty much wrapped up immediately. Uh, number six, Jackson Ferber, first one in on the stop. So do you get the sense that uh, we're going to have a primarily a running attack here? Yeah, it should. If you, if you look at what happened last night, you'll see that Exeter was having success ground and pound. So uh, Riley made a couple of throws downfield, one off his back foot that uh, went incomplete to genuine Stutzman. But the ground and pound is where we have success. Jake Frannick up for the kick now. Extra point. And it's good. There we go. Okay, so. We missed a touchdown. We missed a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he got into the end zone on I that didn't one, either. But he did. But that's okay. 
we're we're just getting back to it. So hopefully the fans will give us some mulligan out there today, Jerry. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Let's pay the bills and show some love to the sponsors. On the Exeter Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. And welcome back. So we have the Eagles lined up for the kickoff. West York back ready to receive. And back deep to receive, we've got number five, Sherrod Anderson, and number two, Julius Madden. So uh, Anderson being a freshman out there. I'm sorry, 2025, he's a, he's a junior. He's a junior. There it goes. We had a little bit of scoreboard malfunction. Uh, so they're getting that together. And the guys here in the, in the press booth, Jerry, they're, they're pretty good. I don't think they're cooking the books with the scoreboard. No, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a little malfunction. Looks like they got it together. And uh, we're just waiting for the officials to go ahead, blow the whistle, and start play. Yeah, you know, Nate, we had a great time here in the booth last night talking with Sonny and Adam and uh, the other folks from West York. Very nice, very nice people. They they treated us like 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 they absolute kings and and uh, uh, a- absolutely one hundred percent great people. Well, you know that's that's a reflection of the program, the culture, and the athletic director. Indeed, it is. Madden feels a return, takes it up to about the twenty-eight yard line, and on the stop number forty-four is Zaymar Paschal. And again, Jerry, forty-four for me is just like a special teams all-American for for Exeter. Uh, you really started to see it a lot last year, where he made, I swear, almost all the tackles on kickoffs. But he makes a beeline for the ball carrier and takes him out immediately. So you got to love that kind of aggressiveness by your athletes out there. I listened to last night's game on my way here. Okay. This morning, and I can't tell you how many times Paschal's name came up. Well, you know, he's a good player. Uh, the only way, the only person that's going to get in his way is himself. So as long as he keeps his head straight, he's going to be a great player for Exeter. Bulldogs take the snap. It's a quarterback keeper that goes nowhere. Logan Wegman is in on the play right away, along with Keegan. Sneering Sabaka. Sneering Sabaka. I struggle with that name, but we're going to keep practicing it. So just a quick quarterback. Uh, organized run, draw play, didn't go anywhere. Logan Wegman was right there to bust it up. Keegan is right behind him. Logan's a man. He as is. We, as we've mentioned. He is. He's another physical specimen out there. <laughs> yeah, he is. I made the joke that uh, he lifts the Empire State Building. I believe it. On his light workout days. So we've got second down. In shotgun formation, the Bulldogs are. Quarterback takes a snap. He throws deep to the left-hand side to number 12. <laughs> Robert Moore, who catches it. So that's a, that's a deep pass, you know. Uh, Isaac Roberts, he got the snap and shotgun formation. He looked left right away and saw that mismatch, uh, the height mismatch. We got Alex Pinero on the other side, and he throws it up deep. And Pinero did everything that he could to, to try to defend that. But 
I'm sure that kid is at least four to six inches taller than him. Quarterback put a little bit of air under that ball. Yeah, he did. Got it right in his hand. He lost it. Pass. Another shotgun pass. Coming back. Another the pass one. is complete again. Number five, Sharon Anderson complete. So we're seeing Exeter's defense on their heels a little bit right now, Jerry. And that's the one thing we're not really used to seeing. The defense has been really good this year so far. Uh, they've really stepped up and made tremendous amounts of plays. Snap, handoff to number 16. And he is cut down right away by Gavin Reichen. And number 16 for the Bulldogs is Malik Kane. Yeah, that's a design play that went not so well because the Exeter defense got in and blew that up quickly. They saw it right from the get-go. Well, and I, I had the binoculars to my face, so um, I couldn't see right away whether Gavin Reichen blitzed in or if he just read the play and got there that fast, but he was there in a heartbeat. So Isaac Roberts is back in the shotgun formation. Here we go, second down. He's got one back to the left, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Receiver motion. He fakes the handoff. He keeps it. He goes up the middle. He breaks it outside. He breaks one tackle, two tackles. And it looks like Nigel Meekins finally takes him down inside the 10-yard line at the 9-yard line. That's a good run by Isaac Roberts. It's a great run by Isaac Roberts. And, you know, he, he, he had their number on that play. The line pushed everybody. That's going to be right. Yep. Went, no, left. Pushed everybody left. He yep, took Pushed it everybody right. left. He went to the right. Well, and like you said, good play by the offensive line, but that was also some poor tackling by the Eagles' defense. So mm. he ran through two ball, uh, two tacklers before Nigel took him down. Roberts is back in the gun, and he hands off to Isaac. Oh, he hands off to Sherrod Anderson, who is in for the touchdown. Touchdown called. Yep. Well, and again. Kind of similar to what we saw the play before. Anderson came, came in motion. The first time, Roberts kept the ball on a quarterback draw. This time, he elects to hand it off. Roberts turns it up inside and, and gets an easy score. So maybe this is the wake-up call that the Eagles defense needs right now. We're not by any means worried. The score is 21-6, to but a little bit of smelling sauce for the Eagles defense. Well, you know, early in the morning, it perhaps is. they needed to be awakened. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I'm sure everybody kind of... You know, that, that's a, when, it takes a lot for these kids to get up for a football game. And, you know, when a game gets canceled or postponed like that, you got to come back. It's, it's hard to get that same kind of energy. The Bulldogs' extra point is good. That extra point is completed by number 29. That's Donovan Reber. So we'll take a break. We'll come on back. You are listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. 
Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. And we are back. The kickoff is a short pooch kick, fielded by Paschal, and cut down immediately by number five, Sherrod Anderson. What is the advantage to that, Nate? Well, um, when you're scared that the receiving team has return capability, they don't want to get that ball into Paschal's hands. They definitely don't want to see Jaden Zandir handle the rock. Mm -hmm. So you kick it short, you pooch kick it so that the ball gets fielded, and you're able to make a tackle immediately. And that saves you from getting it taken to the house on you. Are we calling that a percentage play almost? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. All right. First and 10 for the Eagles. Riley Martinez is in the shotgun. Jaden Zandir in the backfield. We got Zach Zandir on the left-hand side. And it looks like Carter Redding and Nate Pash on the right. And we have a whistle blown. Flag on the play. Offsides against the Bulldogs. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take that all day. <laughs> so we'll take that. Uh, and, you know, last night we started to kind of get penalized a lot early. Yes. So I wonder how what Coach Bauer said to them in the locker room today to try to just get them a little bit more focused and in sync. And as you said, coming back, like getting yourself up for one game has got to be difficult. Getting yourself up for two is That's another tough. thing. Martinez takes a shotgun pass. He looks right. He throws to Pashley in the flat. Pashley turns up, and he's, that's a gain about a good 14, 15 yards there. Indeed. And that's what you want to see out of Riley Martinez, being decisive with the football. He got the snap. He looked. He knew where he wanted to go. He delivered the ball accurately, and Pashley's able to turn up. So we just want to see. The only thing I want to ask more of Riley is, Make a couple reads. I want to see your head go left to right at least a couple of times a game to let me know you're making reads out there. <laughs> Riley's in the shotgun. He receives the snap. It's a handoff up the middle. Jaden Zandere still on his feet. Runs over one guy. He's going. Touchdown, Eagles. What a run by Jaden Zandere. Bouncing off people, running over the top of others. And Spin move in the middle. <laughs> yes, he did. So when you think about Jaden Zandere, you know, nothing to him. I'm sure he'll probably, like, uh, push me later on when he sees me. But you don't think of him as a power runner. You don't think Jaden Zandere and him running over people. But it happened there on that one. And uh, that's just another highlight for his huddle video. The line cleared a nice little hole for him and, and stayed with him and got him the proper blocks. That's right. And he went. That's right. Jake Frantic for the kick. And it is good. Score 28 to 7. We'll take a break. You are listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. 
For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Back here at West York High School, and we look for Jake Frannick to do the kickoff, and the kick is away. Oh, Madden bobbles it and just takes the knee. Smart move by that kid because they were about to pummel him. <laughs> pummel, great word. Yeah, yeah. So, the ball slipped through his hands at the 20. He, he took it mid-flight. That's right. And uh, just slipped. Well, yeah, and it, it happens. Uh, that ball, footballs are oddly shaped. They bounce weird. They bounce funny. It's nothing like a basketball. So it's a lot harder to field it while you're playing than a whole lot of people really understand unless you've been out there and done it yourself. It's why you never see people dribbling footballs. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't see them dribbling footballs. First and 10 for the Bulldogs. Number 24 takes the handoff to the left-hand side. One or two tackles are missed, but then he's wrapped up right away. Number 18, Casey Gerhardt. And on a stop. And I couldn't see whether that was uh, Govan or Oswalt who was in there on the stop. It happened so fast. Let's give it to Govan. We'll, we'll, we'll give it to him. And that was number 24, <laughs> Zamir Harris, on the carry right there. Class of 2027, 20, running back, linebacker, 5'3", 137 pounds. So he should be pretty easy to wrap up out there, but he's probably going to be quick. Slippery. Very slippery. So Isaac Roberts is in the gun. He's got trips to the right-hand side, so we'll see if they go that way or fake the other side. Screenplay broken up. Intercepted? It, yes. Is it intercepted? It is. Kevin Oswalt with the interception. Wow. Oh, that's big time. So basically what we saw there, Jerry, trips to the right-hand side, and they call basically a quick middle screen. So they throw the screen to Anderson, but it was kind of a lollipop pass, and that just allowed, I don't know who made first contact, but whoever made first contact crushed the kid. Ball goes in the air, yep. and the defensive lineman, the freshman, Kevin Oswald, comes yep. down with the interception. I know his pop's proud. <laughs> no, his pop's proud. Of course he is. So with that being said, first and ten, and we'll – take a timeout. West York takes a timeout. So with that being said, we'll take a timeout and pay some love to the sponsors. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Georgia ran the to making plans you are the best what about those round trips which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back or those meetings with friends surprise parties camps birthdays the same way you plan for the important moments start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster sign up for local weather and emergency alerts prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan get started at ready.gov plan brought to you by fema and the ad council we're back first and 10 for the Eagles. Riley Martinez hands it off to 
Pharrell Caceres, and that's about an 8 to 10 yard scamper, and that puts the Eagles inside the 10 yard line. Caceres just took the ball right up the middle. They, they created a nice little hole. Get your eight yards, take it down to the five. They are now in scoring position. In scoring position, and I don't think it's going to take long, Jerry. Uh, this offensive line, like we said earlier, ground and pound today is going to be the theme uh, that I anticipate. And it looks like they're following suit. Martinez is under center right now. It's almost like a wishbone back there. He's got two backs and another tight end. Hand off on the right to Caceres, and he's in for a touchdown. There it is. You know, uh, some, some of the kids would call that easy-peasy lemon squeezy. That's what it looked like out there on that play. Uh, but, you know, nonetheless, I always, as a former offensive lineman, I start with the O-line. You got to give them credit. Without the big boys up there blocking, none of this is possible. So shout-out to the O-line. It all starts with the defensive play by Oswald. And <laughs> it, did. it did. Definitely did. Two plays later, we're in the end zone. That's it. That's it. Jake Frannick set up for the kick. And we look to see him knock this one through. It's up, and it is good. So with that, the score is now Exeter 35, West York 7, and we are rolling along as we should and as we anticipated. You know, we talked a lot, of Jerry, uh, with, with Darren yesterday about the Eagles beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. Uh, this is one of those games, and I hate to say it, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the JV guys get in and get their reps. You know, you said last night, you, yeah. you said, and I'm holding up the bunny ears. The, the bunny ears, yeah, I did. <laughs> a lesser team. I mean, that's, that's harsh language. Yeah, but, it is. But you're not wrong. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm calling a spade a spade for the most part. And this Westbrook team, they're young. And in a couple of years, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in this league. And time will tell. they got a good coach, and he'll keep grooming the talent that comes through. We're set for Jacob Frannick to kick off. Back deep, Sherrod Anderson, and number two, my man Madden, Julius Madden. Madden gets the kickoff. He's coming to the right-hand side. He slips. <laughs> he slips. Madden looked like he wanted to do something on that one. That's probably about an 8- to 10-yard return. The field is probably still a little wet from the rain last night. Yeah, you know, you would think the cleat, he would dig it in, but I guess he just didn't get that foot planted. Right foot swung right out. Down he went. Footing is always an issue. And, you know, it's been a long time since I've played any ball, but we used to purchase the uh, extended cleats that screwed in mm -hmm. underneath. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they have access to those still. Okay. Isaac Roberts is back in that quarterback. He's in the gun. Snap is away. He looks left. He throws it to Anderson on the left-hand side. He shakes, he bakes. But nothing is doing. Aiden Dabo and Gavin Reiking are there to make the stop. I don't know if he gained anything on that play, Jerry. I would say they got a loss of about four. Timeout Exeter. Yeah. So what's our score here? 35-7, 1.41 to go. Yep, 35-7. And a half. And a half. So these guys should really, uh, hopefully they're hydrated. It's still hot and humid, just like it was last night. We didn't see anybody cramp up. That's a good thing. That's one of the first signs that you see on a hot, humid day. Everybody grabbing at either calves or hamstrings. We didn't see any of that last night. Right. And hopefully these coaches were giving the message three and four days prior, drink a lot of water, drink a lot of water. Is this where I heard that? Probably. 
<laughs> you're the one that says you got to start that two to three days yeah, before. You, you do. You do. It's not what you drink the day of the game. It's what you drink and what you're eating three, four days ahead of time. Hydration is a, is a process. So, um, Yeah, there's no instant cure to hydration. No, no. I mean, you know, they don't have IVs down here on the field for you. You know, when you're dehydrated, you go to the hospital to give you an IV, you feel better. We don't have that kind of access to technology right here, right now. I remember years back when the Flyers were in the playoffs, Eric Lindros getting IVs, IVs. Right. in between periods to keep them right. hydrated. That's right. Second about 13. Isaac Roberts takes a snap from the gun. He looks left. He throws deep. Oh. Number 12. Wow. Whoa. Wow. What wow. a catch. So there we have it. That, that was about a 25-yard pass downfield to number 12, Robert Moore again. And if, if you look, if, let me be Captain Obvious here, okay? There's about a six-inch differential between Moore and Alex Pinero over there. And I think West York is now picking on that because you don't see him throwing that number three, Nigel Meekins, over here. Right. Shock and snap goes back. He looks right. He scrambles right. He's running. He's running. He turns up field. Joel Umarino and Aiden Dobble collaborate on the tackle. Going to be a hold on number 52, West York. And, of course, number 52, he does the proverbial, what? Was it me? He throws Was his hands it me? up. What are you talking about? There's holding on every play, Jerry. It's just a matter of when the referees decide <laughs> to call it, you know. So, And when, when you're a lineman, the thing is, when it's going well, nobody knows your name. When it's not, they know your name, your number, and your position. So Your phone number, it, your mother's yeah, maiden it's, name. It's, it's tough being a lineman, but I give these kids props for going out here and doing it. You know, it's not a, it's not a glorified position, but it is one of the most highly paid positions in the NFL. So to all you kids who think, I don't want to play the line, I don't want to play the line, they get checks too. <laughs> that would be Shaquem Pacheco. Oh, number 52. Yes. Good call on that, Jerry. I missed some. I want to make sure I say his name. Defensive holding penalty. Wow. So we marched the other way. We stand Seriously? Corrected. Defensive holding. Shock the flag and pass. was thrown in the backfield. Up, oh, he takes it, and here we go with the sack. Who's first in there? Joel Umarino, number 53. And it also looks like number nine is in on that one, Tyler Flanders. Yeah, but that, that was a switch. Out of nowhere. Yeah, quickly. I mean, you thought the flag in the backfield was the indicator. Hold. Yep. Hold. <laughs> and if it was defensive holding, it should have been the flag should have been further away. But anyway, Correct. second and long. Roberts takes the snap. He throws it left, and the pass is incomplete. Intended for, I'm waiting to see the number. 16. Number 16, Malik Kane. Yeah. Keep saying his name, too. His name keeps coming up. Well, and that, that was just a bad ball. It was low. You know, mm -hmm. he got bad footing. He tried to reach for it, and he just couldn't hold on to it. Was he looking upfield to see who was bearing down on him? Probably. Sometimes, Jerry, uh, those footsteps sound like Sasquatch feet. And, you know, <laughs> you, you don't understand it until you get hit. Once you get hit, you're like, oh, my goodness, this is for real out here. All right, third down and about 15 now. Roberts in the shotgun. He's got Kane to the right of him in the backfield. He takes a snap. He rolls right. He rolls right. He's running. He's running. Being chased by Cameron Halzak. And now Aiden Dobble pushes him out of bounds for, I want to say, at least a loss of one or two. Yeah. Pulled it back, too. So 
technically you can count that as a sack for Aiden Dobble out there. Hmm. Way to go, 13. But the pressure from the offensive line, Joel Umarino was the first winner, I'm sorry, from the defensive line. Joel Umarino was the first to come through, and then Cameron Howzak chases him outside. Dobble finishes him up on the corner. Clock is running, 12 seconds. Shotgun snap is back. He looks, he throws deep. Roberts is looking to intercept it. Alex Pinero, let's go, baby. And that one there, that just looked like they rushed to play, Jerry. Yep. Quarterback got the snap. Um, he knew where he wanted to go. The same dude he's been going to the whole game with success. Yep. Yep. But Roberts just didn't even know the ball was coming to him. And as a result of that, Alex Pinero gets an easy interception, and he atones for some of the plays that were made on him earlier today. <laughs> I mean, it's tough out there. You know, when, when, you're, when you're a 5'8 cornerback, and Alex Pinero's a tough kid. Um, I had him in youth football. And he will come up and, and lay the lumber to you. He's one of those kids. Uh -huh. But he's not the biggest kid in the world. So he might get picked on a little bit, but I'm glad to see him get a little bit of shine right there. And we'll see the Eagles nail on it, and we'll get to halftime. There we go. 35-7. 35-7 at the half. The Eagles still look good. Uh, West York has some work to do. But uh, the game's going the way we'd like to see it go, Jerry. Indeed it is. And let's hope we keep this going into the second half and get another win and uh, go to 3-0. and Yeah, let's, let's, let's get it done. We'll go to break, uh, pay homage to the sponsors, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media.
football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Mm. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back here at West York High School. Nate Govan here and Jerry Gelliff as your color analyst today. I hope you guys are enjoying the, the new voices. I'm sure you're, we all love Darren, and he does a phenomenal job, has a great broadcasting voice. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he's really uh, meticulous at documenting what happens on which plays, and you know he's able to go back and talk about these things after the game, which is amazing. So, Darren, if you're listening, I'm trying to catch up to you, brother. I'm working on it, but... We miss you up here in the booth. Um, the love is there. So, again, we're at 35 to 7 right now. we got three minutes left for halftime until these guys come back out here. So what needs to happen for the Eagles, in your opinion, Jerry, to really go out here, solidify this win, and win in the fashion that they're supposed to win? What needs to happen? I am unsure what needs to happen. Okay. What I'd like to see is, as you said before, I'd like to see the second stringers get in, get some yeah. time, Yep. okay? Because, I mean, this game is all but in the bag. Maybe you pull one more score. Yeah, maybe maybe one more. And to your point, with the second team getting in, I just really want to avoid injury for uh, our key primetime players. I don't want to see any player get injured. But, you know, don't put yourself out there unnecessarily if you don't have to. I think Coach Bauer and staff have been pretty decent at that. Yep. Uh, so I look for them to, to do that. And I'm also looking to see us finish completing our runs, finish ground and pound with this big physical offensive line that we have mm -hmm. and just look like we belong on top. So that's what I want to see in the second half. You know, one thing that we've also seen a little bit, just a little bit of, because yeah. there's a couple of missed tackles. 
like to see him complete those tackles a yeah. little bit better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, all right, this, this is where we sound horrible again. <laughs> again. But <laughs> this is like real-time practice it really at is. this point. So, so you get one more score, yep. get that clock running. Yeah. And uh, you know, work on completing the tackles. Work on, on all the fundamentals, right? Yep. Um, to your point, Jerry, the tackling is atrocious. I'm going to say it, right? It's atrocious for us. It's atrocious for uh, West York. It's atrocious for all of these teams. And last night, who did I talk? Oh, it was uh, Cameron Housex pop. I saw him when they, when they did the delay, and he was talking about the tackling. And I told him, I said, listen, man, don't get too hard on your kid. They don't allow these kids to hit in practice anymore. It's like that for everybody. The first four weeks of football, the tackling is sloppy. There's a bunch of arm tackling. And that's just the rules of the PIAA now and the climate and culture of football that we live in right now. It's not that physical, you know, knock your teeth out kind of game that it used to be in the Pittsburgh Steelers 70s. You know, we're in 2023. (laughs) So, you know, Mean Joe Green is not slamming people on the ground and monkey dunking them and all of that. Uh, So it's a much cleaner and, and safer game for our kids, which is a positive. No, that it is good for kids, yeah. and and you know if you want to see the monkey dunks, you don't even see that at the NFL <laughs> no, you level. Don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. No, there's a lot about protecting players, and it is. you know one of the things that I I used to see sparingly, yeah, but that I see a lot of now at all levels is that practice helmet, the dome thing. Yeah, what is it called? Um, there's a name for it, but I forget. Yeah, the the, and honestly, it's about safety. Yes, it is. You're right, you know, because unnecessarily kids get concussed in practice all the time. We had a player uh, just coming back from concussion. I won't mention his name, but, you know, these things happen in practice because it is still a contact sport. Sure. So uh, any way you can avoid or curtail some of that is a win for the kids, is a win for the program, and a win for football. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're and we are honestly, I think, hearing of fewer and fewer concussions. Yes, I believe that we are. Year in and year out. Um, well, and I'm glad that we finally got to that point because for many decades it went untalked about, unnoticed. Yes. yes. And, um, you know, the, the effects of concussions are real out there. And we got to remember, these boys are kids out here. Yep. There's not a soul out here probably over 17 uh, that I'm aware of. And, you know, they got the rest of their lives ahead of them. And yeah. the future's bright, and they're going to contribute in ways that we can't even imagine. It's, it's and the truth. The first thing to help them get there is to preserve their noodle up top, Jerry. I just had a friend tell me yesterday. Now this guy played in, let's call it the early, well, the mid '70s. Okay. He told me uh, about a game he played for Daniel Boone, mm. and he went in against uh, Wyoming, missing, and they cleaned his clock, and mm-hmm. he got up and. He didn't know whether up was down or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I, I said, what they do? He said, they took me out for 10 minutes, threw me right back in. That's right. That's Not right. Not anymore. Not anymore. You know, now we have a uh, protocol, concussion protocol. Right. And you'll see Audrey over there on the sidelines. You know, she is, her and her staff, they're immediate. They're yeah. Johnny on the spot. Yep. And yep. it's to the point to where the boys, because they're so caught up in the moment, Jerry, yep. they don't even understand that they're being evaluated for concussion protocol. Oh, that's interesting. She's that slick and smooth. It's just she's doing her test. She's looking. Are you able to? Fo- are your eyes able to follow this? Are you seeing anything? Do you know what day it is? What you have for breakfast? You know, those kind mm-hmm. of simple questions that tell her cognitively what's possibly happening upstairs. Yeah, now she's good. 
Audrey's really good. I mean, every contact I've had with her at wrestling matches. Yep. Uh, I've even run into her in stores, and she's right. nothing but pleasant and nice, and everyone speaks very highly of Audrey. Hands down one of the best trainers in Berks County, um, and she's highly sought after, too. So, you know, uh, and that just, you know, hats off to her and her staff and the way they operate. So let's keep her around and make sure she's well taken care of because she takes care of our boys well. Uh, we got and about girls. A, and girls. That's right. She's, yes. She's, Audrey's literally everywhere. You she know, is. I go to practice to pick my son up. She's at the baseball game. She's at the girls' softball game. She's yep. working the yep. soccer games. You know, and I wonder, when do you go home and, like, sleep and take care of your family because you're always taking care of our families, and we love her for that. What a great observation on your part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she, you got to give credit where credit is due, and not enough times are we as a, as a society uplifting each other. Uh, so any any opportunity we can take to do that, we should do that effective immediately. Amen, Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at any rate, it's hot, and I am flabbergasted by the amount of back sweat that I see in the stands today, Jerry. <laughs> but it's supposed to happen that way, right? It's hot. It's sweaty. People are out here fanning with uh, programs and things like that. Yep. And, you know, it's a scorcher, but I hope they stay hydrated. Hey, Coach, how you feeling? All the, right. the, the air conditioner in the press box is not working very well. Yeah, you know what? Whoever dropped the ball on that one, you know, we should have a firm conversation with them later. But it's okay. We're going to get through the broadcast and try to make this thing entertaining and informative for our listeners. I'm going to blame Sonny, the PA announcer. Here oh, Sonny. Is it Sonny? That last is Sonny. It's his fault. Sonny's a good guy. Yeah, no, we had a good time with everybody last night. So we are, we are ready for the second half kickoff. Number 19, Jacob Frannick, is set to kick. And the kick is away. Kick is filled by number two, Madden. He runs right, and he goes out of bounds. So we got first and 10 for West York coming up. So let's see what they do offensively coming out. Are they going to continue to go to Roberts uh, on the left-hand side? I'm sorry, number 12, Robert Moore. I got that backwards. Are they going to continue to go to him? Will they, will they run the ball? They haven't had that much success running the ball against this defensive line. And Exeter hasn't really rotated as much as we've seen them do in the past on the, de- on the defensive side. So that'll be something to monitor too, Jerry. Is it too early to start gambling? No, it's not. It's not. Okay, we got a little delay here. Isaac Roberts is back at the quarterback position in shotgun. He's got one back split to his left side. He gets the snap. He takes it. He looks. He's running right, looking to throw. He's looking for more, and he just runs out of bounds. Tyler Flanders was on his heels on that one. Tyler Flanders really stepping up this year. Yeah, he. Um, Tyler Flanders is just one of those tough, hard-nosed kids Coming through the youth program, he was always undersized, but one of the most physical guys that you would encounter. So uh, by default, he was placed on the line a lot of time. He mm-hmm. wasn't the fastest kid out there. He wasn't the biggest, but he would block stone cold all day long, yep. and now it's translating to where he's playing at the high school level. Tyler, big boy, 6'1", 185. Shotgun snaps taken. It's a planned quarterback draw for about five yards. Roberts kept it there, and he's met by, looks like, Logan Wegman and number 18, Casey Gerhardt. 
I was going with Keegan sneering Sabaka. Okay, we'll, because we'll I saw it. him. I saw him come up off the ground. And maybe he tripped. For, for those listening, it's harder to catch these things than, than we make it sound sometimes. You know, yeah. Darren is really good. You know, Ryan uh, from Muhlenberg is really good as well. Shotgun snap. Quarterback run to the side. Nothing. Again, number 18, Casey Gerhardt. And number 62, Logan Wegman out there on the stop. He, uh, he had a little stutter step there. It's almost like uh, it, it wasn't a slip. It was some kind of a weird step, like he hesitated for a quarter of a second. I want to call it like a, uh, a shake and bake going wrong. It's like he wanted to juke somebody, but he just juked himself. Uh, so maybe he'll learn from that on this position here. Roberts, he juked himself. Yeah, Roberts is back in the shotgun. The snap is low, and he looks to punt. No. Oh, it's botched. Recovered by West York's number 77, Carson King. So that was a weird play. You know, the, yeah. in case you guys, because you guys can't see this, but a lot of times what these teams will do is the quarterback will line up in a shotgun formation. They'll take the snap, run to the wide side of the field, and then punt it to try to get the ball further downfield. Well, on this time, it just didn't work out. The snap was low. He could barely get it together. And by the time he came up for air, the Eagles were piling down on him. And for the folks at home, it is entertaining to watch Nate as much as to listen to him because he demonstrates <laughs> as he talks. First and 10 for the Eagles. Martinez gets a snap. He looks to the right. Complete the genuine specimen. He's down the field. He's going down. He's scoring. Touchdown, Eagles. And that's what you want. First down, touchdown. The confidence is through the roof, Jerry, and the Eagles are doing exactly what we hope they might do out of the gun this second half. Dude, boot on the throat and, and start pressing. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And um, it's just good to see. You know, we, start out, we started the last few games out kind of slow, a uh, little bit lethargic. And, you know, turnovers plagued us, penalties plagued us. But we're looking a lot better. Frantic with the kick, extra point, it is good. Frantic has really, from last night, yeah. he looked a little trepidatious with yeah, his kicks. Yeah, hit, hit the crossbar, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's really zeroed in and and putting his foot all the way through the ball. Well, and that's that's what you want him to do. And he's he's a young sophomore out there, so he's learning the game and learning his craft better. Um, and they got a couple soccer players out there. They got Robbie Gaston, who's mm -hmm. also a kicker, who I'd like to see him get a little bit more action and love out here. So they've they've got a couple guys out there who can do the job. I'm going to say to you, I'm feeling good about Exeter's kicking game for the next three years. Well, and honestly, Jerry, it's one of the things in high school football that really gets overlooked is a strong kicking game. Indeed. There are three phases to the game for you guys out there listening. Offense, defense, and special teams. The kicking game is extremely important and a lot of times overlooked because we focus more on the athletes and not those nooks and crannies of the game. Tim Moyer, the AD over at Muhlenberg, told me a great story about how he got into college. Yep. Frantic on the kick. Bobbled by Madden. He can't pick it up. He gets it now. Jaden Zander misses the arm tackle. Cut well, that out. And ooh, who is that ooh, cleaning ooh. clocks? Say his Z name. Zaymar Pasco. Thank you. Thank you. I keep oh telling people. God. I keep telling them all day like OJ, this kid needs to be on the field more on defense. Why he's not out there more, I couldn't tell you, Jerry, but I tell my son this all the time. The eye in the sky does not lie. He shows up on tape. Yes. The only time he's not on tape is when he's not in the game. 
he came in at full speed. There yeah. was no yeah. holding up. He went hard. Yeah. And yeah. the trainer is looking at uh, at Madden. Yeah, and, and, and he's thank, okay. Thank he's God up. he's up. He's Good up. for him. Yeah. Well done. And you know, not for nothing. Um, it was a clean hit. You know, yep. I don't believe it to be a, a dirty hit. But Zaymar is just laying the wood out there. And he's been doing this for years. I remember at the youth level, Jerry, um, he was another one of these kids. They, they would only play him on the line. Yeah. They wouldn't let him touch the ball. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would only play the line. And first couple games of the season, I'm like, he's always first to the football. Why aren't we playing him at linebacker instead of playing him at D-tackle where he's eating double teams all day? And I couldn't, for the life of me, fathom why we would do that. But lo and behold, good for him. As you move up, we're walking you get backwards. an opportunity. Holding. Oh. Interesting. So there was a holding penalty, I guess, on the return. Would appear so. Okay. So first and 10 for the Bulldogs. Roberts is in the shotgun. He receives a snap. He gives the handoff to number five, Sherrod Anderson. Anderson, and he goes nowhere. He meets Mr. Wegman once again, and Mr. Wegman closes all doors. Mr. Wegman pushed him back one yard. Yeah. You know, and again, Logan's a, he's a physical specimen. He's, he's what, six four and a half or something like that. Yeah. Almost 270, 280. Maybe I gave yep. him a little bit of extra pounds, but. You know, just a really nice kid. Comes from a really nice family. Indeed, and he does. Mom's a teacher. Yeah, so, you know, you would hope that he's fairly educated as well, too. Sometimes that doesn't work out when your parents are teachers. But mm -hmm. he's a really good kid. Um, sometimes he comes by the house with Nate because he only lives up the street. And just a really, really well-rounded young man. Yeah. Throws the mess out of the shot put, too. Yes, he does. Fifth in the state. That's right. Roberts is in a shotgun formation, one back to his right-hand side. He receives a snap. He's looking. He takes off to run. He's down the right-hand side. Aiden Dobble gives him chase and wraps him up just outside the 10-yard line. What a great tackle. That's it. And it wasn't a body tackle. He got his hand mm -hmm. on his band, pulled him down. That's it. And what you guys can't see out there, and I'll paint the picture for you, it's like the old-school pursuit drill when you're in practice. The guy snaps the ball. The guy runs up the sideline, and it's the defense's – it's, it's on the defense to take the right angle to get to the ball carrier. Aiden Dobble did it perfect in that position. Yep. So we'll see what they do again. Shotgun formation. We got two receivers to the left and one receiver to the right. So this is a first. Uh, number 12, Robert Moore is on the right-hand side for the first time in the game. We'll see if the ball goes his way. No, quarterback looks left. He runs again. Up the gut, nothing. First to make contact on the play. Looks like number 59. Correct. Keegan Sabaka sneering. Did I get that? Keegan Sneeringer Sabaka. Sne hey, hey, Keegan, if you, when you're listening to this, man, cut, cut me some slack. I'm trying, brother. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I've been struggling with his name the past couple games, so I'm going to work on that. It's a long one, man. Fourth down. We expect him to punt, and we have a whistle. And a flag on the play. Offside. Offsides. That ball foul. Offsides. Okay. So let's change their plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, you're still deep. Yeah, you are. You definitely are. To me, all you're doing is gaining a little bit of room from which to kick. Yeah, so we don't block it, um, basically. Right. 
but we'll see. And right here, I don't, I don't gamble if I'm, no. if I'm West York. And number 14 stays in the game, Jaden Welch. So he's, oh, oh. he's the kicker. Oh, offsides. False start. I'm sorry. False start, number three. Bring it back to five. Yep. Give it right back. And that's number three, Damian Gray. Uh, he's class of 2025. He's a running back and a linebacker, 6'1", 191 pounds. And as I was coming into the stadium, he, uh, he did something with the ball, and I looked at him. He's a big player. He's a, he's a physical specimen, too. <laughs> and I said to one of the fans, I said, number three is a big boy. He said, yeah, he is. The punt is away. Oh, not a good kick. It's a high kick. Bounces at the 30, rolls to about the 34-yard line. Probably a net of maybe 15 yards on that punt. Oh, mama mia. Well, and the rich keep getting richer, Jerry. So the Eagles have great field position again. Yes, they do. We had a one-play touchdown on the last possession. I'd, I'd like to see a little bit of trickery, a little bit of sleight of hand here by the coaching staff. Work on some of the things that you might want to use later on in the season. Or as Darren has been calling it lately, trickeration. Trickeration. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I want to see uh, Coach Gibbons get into his Bill Parcells playbook. You know, Parcells always breaks out the trick plays around the 50-yard line. Martinez on a snap. He hands it off to Carter Redding on a shovel pass. He breaks one tackle to the right-hand side. Finally wrapped up by number 16, Malik Kane, after about a three- to four-yard game. He's going to get about one out of that. About they're, one? They're, they're not moving the stick at all. No game. Good eye, because I wasn't watching the sticks at all. Yeah. No game. Oh, wait. One. One? Game okay. One. All right. Well, and that is a symptom of going east-west, right? He, he ran 25 yards to get one. Exactly. You want to try to get north and south when you can. The quickest way to the end zone is straight ahead. Martinez is in shotgun. He takes it. He hands it off to Jade Zandir running left. He breaks one tackle almost. Oh, and he's finally brought down number six and number 54. So number six is Jackson Ferber, and number 54 is William Baker. Finally take him down. West York's defense coming to play in this series. And as they should. I mean, the score... Don't even look at the scoreboard. It doesn't matter. You got to no. go out here and play. Your parents are here. Your family is here. You're representing your school and yourself. Go out and play some, some hard-nosed football. And they are. Uh, something to note, number 68, <clears throat> Kevin Oswald is in the game at left tackle. Martinez in the shotgun. He takes it. He looks right. Throws to Pashley. Pashley breaks the tackle, gets a block, and he's down. Carter Redding. Is such a physical player out there when blocking. Two flags on the field. Three flags on the field. Three flags on the field. Now, I wonder if they all saw the same thing. All right in the middle, too. So, what's this going to be, Nate? Probably a holding. Usually when they're closer to the line of scrimmage, it's some kind of hold. Yep. Illegal block. Okay. So, they're, they're calling that on Carter Redding. Uh, he came back and hit the first defender to kind of spring Pashley a little bit. So maybe they got him in the back is, is what they're saying. Or Carter got him in the back. Yeah. But anyway, if I'm Bauer, I'm telling Carter, don't touch him if you can see the back of his jerseys and his numbers, number one. But the second thing I'm telling him is, based on how you made that block last night down here on the right-hand side of the field yep. where he yep. cleaned that kid's clock, yes, he did. don't stop being aggressive. 
you want a physical receiver that's able to block downfield. That's a great benefit to have on your team. And we've got a timeout for Exeter. <clears throat> we'll go ahead and take a break. Stay tuned. We're coming right back. You are listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back. So it is third down. Sonny's over here trying to give us a hard time. <laughs> Martinez with a shotgun. He gets the pass, uh, the snap. <laughs> he looks, throws it to Zach Zandier. That's a name we've been waiting to call. And he just bullies over three Chode. bulldogs. Chode. Yes, sir. And you flag know, on the play. Flag on the play. And you know what? There'll be a hold on them or something. I don't know. And, and I hate to say it, I don't even care because you can't take away what just happened. He just stepped into your chest. Whether they take the yards away or not, you can't take away what just happened to you on the field. And that's something that psychologically you got to live with until next week. on West York. Oh, and it's on West York. From where they threw the flag, I mean, I can't imagine. Face mask, okay. Face mask. Well, yeah, I can imagine because. It was a face mask. Zach literally put these guys on his back and took them for a ride. There were three of them. them. Three of them. So, (laughs) and you know, were they the biggest dudes in the world? No, but that doesn't matter. It was three of them. Great play by Zed there. Three of them on his back, around yes. his legs, and he still yep. got like seven yards after three of them were pulling. After first contact. Yards exactly. after catch. Martinez is in the shotgun. Zandir in the backfield. We got trips right with Redding up. And the keeper by Martinez, and he's in for another Exeter Eagles touchdown. And I wish the band was here because I want to hear the music, Jerry. Right? I want to hear the music. Right? Yeah, I guess the band couldn't get here. So here we are with four, just, just a little over four minutes in the third quarter, and your score is 42-7 to seven in favor of your Exeter Eagles. And we wait for Jake Frannick. It's actually 48-7. to seven. Oh, they haven't adjusted the scoreboard. Yo, let's get on these guys in here, right? Come on, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and it, Jacob Frannick's <laughs> kick is good, so that makes it. 48 to 7. And, you know, with a game like this, Jerry, I'll hold that thought. We'll go to break. Yes, talk come to the sponsors. Back. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. 
you can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal Marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. This is the Exeter Sports Network. And we are back. Jacob Frannick with the kick. It's a beautiful kick. Oh, and number wow. 28 can't field it. Darren Patrick, he goes to the left. He breaks two tackles. But in on the stop It's the kicker, number 19, Jacob Frannick. I like that. I like it when the kickers go in and, 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 you know, get some dirt under your nails, you know? No finesse there either. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I, I like it. He goes back, he grabs the tee, and he's running back. I know his pop's like, yeah. So you were saying yes. before we went to break. I completely forgot what I was talking about. It'll come back. It'll come back to me. But more importantly, uh, 49 to 7 is the score. And we'll see what the Bulldogs can put together here. Right now, if, if I'm their coach, I'm telling them we need to go out here and just execute something. Right now, this is a, a big-time practice. It's more than just a game. It's also practice for you to get reps. It's becoming an old-fashioned butt-whipping here. Yep. Flag on the play. I don't know if that's a false start on the offense. We'll see what the official says. Usually good indicators which way Going the rest that way. walking. Against West York. He's facing, yeah. False start on the offense. So, and these are the things that young teams really have to work on. They're disciplined. And when you're undisciplined, you do things like a bunch of false starts, a lot of holding penalties because – when you hold, it's usually because you're trying to compensate for getting beat. <laughs> That's usually where a, a hold penalty comes from. Nate, I don't want to cause any trouble here, but I only yep. saw the ref take four steps. <laughs> you know what? Ball. <laughs> oh. Fumble on the play. Recovered by number 77, Carson King. And for the audience listening, excuse me if I yell a little bit. Um, I get excited when watching the game, you know, especially when my kid's in there. So it's, it's hard not to exude complete excitement. But that was just a, a botched snap uh, or handoff, so to yeah. speak. He tried to put it in the running back's stomach, and he bobbled it in the air and completely lost it. They got very lucky to retain possession. There. Extremely lucky. They got just the right bounce to where one of their players got on it. So we've got some subs in on defense. We've got Govan. We've got number 65. Uh, I think that's Ryan McConnell. Zach Zandier is in at defensive end. And Cameron Halzak. The handoff goes to number 29, Donovan Reber. I also see Zumar Boston in there. Is he? You see 26 out there. Yes. I do see him. Yeah, he's he, got he the, was out there being the field general, pointing over. You there, you there. Yeah, he's probably playing middle linebacker possibly. And like we talked about, some of these young guys getting their reps. And also who you see out there, 4-4. Four, four. So let's see if he uh, makes me look good when I say <laughs> he belongs on the field defensively. Hopefully he doesn't make a liar out of me. Let's see him lay a hit here. Number seven, Isaac Roberts is under center this time. I backfield. He takes the snap. He goes to the right. He throws it up deep to number 13. And it's intercepted by number 10, Jaden Ware. 
He's up to the 20, to the 15, out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. Turnover by West York. And that's what you want to see by your young guys. You go out there, we put you in a position to make a play, make the play. Dude, I'm going to go back to last year. Yeah. The basketball playoffs. Mm -hmm. We did not hear Jaden Ware's name a lot. No. But when we did, it was impactful. Yeah. Same thing on the football field. Same thing. We do not hear his name a lot. Yeah. Or say his name a lot since we're the ones saying it. But when he's on that field, man, he makes an impact. Well, and honestly, why we're not talking about him so much now is because it's hard for him to get burned. When I say burn, I mean playing time over mm -hmm. guys like Carter Reddy, sure. Nate Pashley, Jaden Zander, who play his position on offense and defense. But you can see the kid's a baller, mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of time before he makes a play, specifically if you throw it up lollipop like that to his side. You, that's just not going to happen. On the court, on the field, does not matter. He shows up. First and 10 from about the 15-yard line. Riley Martinez is in the gun. He gives a shovel pass to Jaden Ware, and he is brought down immediately. Number six, Jackson Ferber in on the tackle. A very nice read by the West York defense. Yes. They saw that coming the whole way, and we're ready for it. Well, not for nothing. We've ran that similar style play probably six times that I've seen. Riley's in a, in a shotgun. Somebody comes in motion. They give him the quick little flip, and... It goes nowhere. So we'll see if we do something different. Let's see. And that's the end of the third quarter. Yes, it is. We'll go to break, do our thing, pay the bills. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. season and the new birdies Inn is your place for all the big games featuring more than 30 tvs and nfl sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game college or pro entertainment every day of the week good food good service good prices and great people that's the new birdies Inn, located at five points in exeter 160 old friedensburg road where they remind you to have fun and be kind it's the Exeter Sports Network. And we're back. First and 10 for the Eagles at about the 18-yard line. I'm sorry, second. And another flip pass to Jaden Ware. And again, it goes nowhere. And on the stop for the Bulldogs, number 16, Malik Kane. So um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. And I don't mean to ruffle feathers, but stop calling that play. It's not working. Well, whether it's working or not, mm -hmm. you're getting reps on it. I guess so. That's the glass half full. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being negative. <laughs> You're a real negative Nelly. Yeah, I'm being negative. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure somebody's going to say, yeah, Nate, don't be so negative on the broadcast. Hand off to Zumar Boston up the middle, <laughs> and he's pushing. Brought down by number 54 on the play, William Baker. So the funny thing in that exchange yeah. was that I called you a negative Nelly. Negative Your Nelly. name is Nate. I Nate. could have just called you a negative, negative Nate. Nate. I mean, you know, it, it's whatever rolls off the tongue easily. Yeah. So, I mean, you did good in that respect. <laughs> I've definitely been called worse, so it's, it's all good. 
Uh, just but, today. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, man, it, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's, it's all about perspective, you know, all about perspective and timing. But um, as Riley Martinez steps back in the gun, Zumar Boston is in the backfield, and he gets the handoff running left. Good kickout block by number 61, Govan. And Boston gets about a good seven, eight yards on that run. And what you saw on that was same, that was probably the same play that Jaden Zandier scored on last night, mm-hmm. going to the same side, where we pull our offside guard and you get a nice kickout block so that the running back can then cut it up the field. Same play, nice execution by Govan, and we'll keep pushing the football down the field. Turnover on downs. That was fourth and 11. That was fourth and 11. Okay. Yep. How'd I miss that, Jerry? You're too busy yakking with me about negative Nelly. And watching my kid, right? (laughs) (laughs) I try not to watch him too much during the game, but it it is hard. You know, I will say that. Sure. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Number 52 comes into the game for the Bulldogs, Shaquem Pacheco. He's a big boy. 5'9", 242 pounds. First and 10 for the Bulldogs. Isaac Roberts is in the shotgun. He's got split backs behind him or next to him. He hands off to number 28. And there is my guy, Nate Govan II, on the play. Call his name, Sonny. Govan II. Call his name, baby. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Nate is crap talking with the PA announcer. 61. There you go. There you go, Sonny. He got it. My man, pots and pans. Yes, sir. And for those under the sound of my voice listening, we're just having fun with the broadcast. And I hope that um, it comes across to you guys because we really enjoy covering your kids. Second down. Quarterback is under center this time. He takes the snap. He hands off on the right-hand side. Nice hole. Number 28 is running. He spins off a one tackler and finally brought down. Darian Patrick on a carry. Nice carry by him, and nice blocking up front by his O-line to give him space to maneuver. Indeed, brought down by Jacob Panero. Panero is just a, a solid tackler. Yeah, it was a great run, and uh, we should go back to that previous run. Yep. Even though Nate Jr. blew it up, yep. I mean, it was, he, he was running really well. He just he ran into a wall. Yeah, he just, you know what I mean? It happens. Handoff. Number 28 again. Ooh, it on a stop. Number 76, Elijah Moore. And looks like number 20, number 21 for Exeter. Who's not on the roster. Okay. And I can't tell by how he walks uh, who he is. But Elijah Moore is another one, Jerry, that I've been waiting to call his name because he's been out due to some injuries. He's a big physical kid on that line mm-hmm. and just adds to the depth that Exeter has on that defensive line. Him, Avon Acuna, they're getting their chance to play right now. That's the first time I recall hearing his name this year. Yep. Isaac Roberts is in a shotgun. Split backs. He throws to Moore and tackled immediately. Number 21 again. Who I can't figure out who he is. Oh. Justin Prize. I thought he was wearing 11. 20. 11 and 21. So he wears 11 at home in a way he wears 21. Look, 
Interesting. 11-21. Oh. oh, you see it there. Yeah. There it is. That's my guy, Justin Prizer. Another physical tackler. Love to see him play. The handoff to number 28 again, and the holes are there. He breaks a couple of tackles, spins back to the inside for about a gain of eight. Hey, that was a great run. He just kept his legs going, spun once or twice. Yep. And I don't want to take too much credit away from the young man's run, but it is against our second-team defense. Uh, maybe even some third-teamers in there. And I would hope that they are able to get a little bit of push. But I want to see our guy step up. The handoff to number 28 again. Who's that on the tackle? 50. 76. So Elijah Moore. And we also have 50. Is, oh, Andre Osborne. Number 50. Go. Let's go, Oz. <laughs> so I haven't, I don't know if I know uh, Osborne personally, so I'll have to make it my business to go and shake his hand and, and look him in the eye so I can figure out who he is. I think it comes across more naturally when you actually know the players. Yep. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's one of the strengths of Mike Boyer because he knows all the kids. Yeah. Personally okay. knows them. Roberts is in. He was in a shotgun. He comes underneath of center. Eye formation backfield. Two receivers on each side. He's rolling to the right. He turns up the field, and Ugh. he is stopped. Boy, oh, boy. Number 31 for Agzero on the tackle. That's Brandon Weller. For a short game. So I wonder if all of these runs are, that one didn't look designed, but I wonder why he hasn't let it go more. You haven't seen him throw deep to Robert Moore lately. You haven't really seen him throw much of anything. No, no. But at this point in time, what do you got to lose? Chuck the ball up. All holds are off if it's me. Roberts is back in the center. The handoff goes to number 28 again. Great job. Yeah, nice run by Kilpatrick. Yep. And on the stop is number 26, Zumar Boston. First to 10, 50-yard line. And the Bulldogs are marching down the field. Yes, um, they are. So, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. You know, you, you play who's in front of you, and they're beating up on Exeter a little bit right now. Here's Kilpatrick again. He makes Zumar Boston miss. Wow. And is finally gang tackled after wow. dragging four to five Eagles. And that's a first down for West York. And Very nice. You run. can hear Power the crowd run. getting into it, Jerry. Indeed. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. And Kilpatrick is coming off to get a well deserved drink. First and down, West York. Yeah, first down. We haven't said that for a while. Been a couple of plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roberts is under gun again. I formation. Hand off this time to the, to the back, number 24. Zamir Harris on the carry. Gain of about three. 27. Jacob Panero. Jacob Panero. That's the and younger brother of Alex Panero. Braylon Reinert. Braylon Reinert. Now, Reinert is the cousin to Aiden Dobble. Oh, yes. okay. Yes, Reinert is the cousin to Aiden Dobble. 
So they have some really good um, backyard basketball hoops games in that household <laughs> over there. <laughs> I was just talking to his mom last night, Aiden's mom. Mrs. Dauble? Yes. Yes. Roberts is in shotgun, split backs. He gets the snap, and it's another quarterback draw. He's running to the left. He turns it up. He's got a good block by Moore and finally brought down at about the eight-yard line by number 17, Aiden Rhodes. And number 85, David Tasker. As well. David Tasker. In on that play. Well, and that's, that's just a nice run. I mean, he, and he, he did as the play was designed. He gets the snap. He fakes the throw and takes off. Hand off to number 24 again. And first in for the Eagles, number 14, I'm sorry, number 40, Richie, what's Richie's last name? Richie. Orfield. Orfield. How did I forget that? Richie Orfield in on the stop. Richie's another one of those hard-nosed, tough players. He's a wrestler. Mm -hmm. He's a tough guy. He's not yes. the biggest in the world. Yes. But he will certainly pop you in the mouth if you give him the opportunity. <laughs> But it's nice to see these young guys get in here and do their thing. Elijah Moore, um, really, because he's a junior this year, so he's, this is going to be an impact year for him. Yes. Let's hope. In a shotgun split back formation, Roberts gets the snap. He throws it deep. He's looking for Moore. Great play to break it up by Jaden Ware. He's out of bounds. Moore did make the catch. Yeah. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. <laughs> uh, you know, almost but not quite. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. If Jaden Ware didn't make that tip, <laughs> uh, that's a touchdown, dude. No, it is. And I'm surprised they haven't tried to go to more. More. I forget what that is. That a, that's not alliteration. What are, no. When you say more and more, I forget what the. Repetitive. Something like I mean, you know, you're a better writer than, than oh, me. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I am. Yeah, you know, but. They should have been did that a long time ago. Hand off to number three this time. Going for two. Damian Gray. What am I saying going for two? What am I thinking? First. <laughs> going for two yards. First and on a stop for the Eagles, number 68, Kevin Oswald. The freshman, by the way. And, you know, the future is looking bright. Some of these young guys out here, Richie Orfield, Kevin Oswald. Jaden Ware, um, Zumar Boston. <clears throat> you know, you're seeing what the future is going to look like next year with the leadership of guys like Justin Prizer, who will be seniors next year, mm -hmm. Aiden Rhodes, you know. Roberts is in the gun. Last he gets the snap. Game. Rolling to the right. He throws, and it is complete for a Bulldogs touchdown. Nice. Number 23, Brennan Leitner. Very nice. He runs the 10 to 12 yard out. <clears throat> Roberts makes a nice pass to the outside, and it's complete for a touchdown. That's a great job, great execution by the Bulldogs. Absolutely. Very nice play. Nicely designed and nicely executed. And I'm happy for them to kind of end the game on a positive note. Sure. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm sure when they go to film on Monday, they're going to sit back and they're going to look and say, hey, you know what? We need to work on this. We need to work on that. But there are a lot of things that went well for the Bulldogs last yep. night and today as well. Mm -hmm. Number 29 in for the kick. 
and the kick is good by Donovan Reber. Your score, Exeter 49, West York 14. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gallif Media. We'll take a break. We'll take a quick break. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. And the kick is fielded by number 13, Aiden Dobble. We have 10 seconds left on the clock. I'm running a play. Uh, I would too. Why not? And actually, I, I guess I'm terrible, but I throw it deep. <laughs> I'm terrible. You're I would, a savage. I would, yeah, I would throw it deep. But um, you see the first team is coming out there. You know, the, the backups aren't out there on offense. It's the first team. That they're going to take the knee for the final. Oh, clock's running. Clock's running. And that's the ball game. That's going to be it. That's it. Our final score, Eagles 49, Bulldogs 14. Final score, Exeter Eagles 49, your West York Bulldogs 14. And again, Jerry, um, just a class, classy organization here. Uh, it's been great to be in a booth up here with these guys. They treated Indeed. us really well. They were great sports. You know, even even when I talked a little junk, they still <laughs> were able to keep a smile on their face. And, you know, we see the sweat all over the place. You know, it's hot out there. Indeed, I the, do. The back sweat is amazing. But we probably shed a couple pounds up here today, so that's good for me. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. Thank you. Have Thanks. a good work. Yeah, classic, classic organization. And we wish the Bulldogs the best of luck with the rest of the season. Uh, good team. Clean game. You know, you didn't yep. see any cheap shots out there nope. from either team. You know, the guys are out there. They're shaking hands, and they're showing good sportsmanship. And that's what it's about at the end of the day, being good people in addition to good athletes. You know, and we've got nothing but good people yeah. here at West York. And we know that in next year's game, which will be at Exeter, yep. if the series is not done, next year's game, we're going to see a different story. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a different ball club. Uh, I think some of that youth will subside. And these kids, we saw some flashes of talent here. It's not that they Absolutely. don't have talent. They're young, uh, slightly undisciplined, but very, very young. And they have a lot to be proud about. And the sky's the limit for this team. So we'll be curious to see what they turn out to be. This Coach, season and the next. Yeah, so Coach Ron Miller is back. Uh, he took a few years away. Yes, he did. But as we detailed in the game, he won a district championship Put with this team here. years back and uh, had a very consistent team. This is his first year back. He's rebuilding, and we're going to see a different team next year. So he was here from <clears throat> 2006 through 2014, mm -hmm. and 
he unmasked 85 wins. I think 85 wins and 25 or 26 losses. That's so, a pretty good record. And there were three, uh, I want to say eight playoff appearances mm-hmm. that he made. I had it written down in my notes, but there was at least eight playoff appearances, yep. and he won one title. So he's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. Now he's just got to stack the building blocks one by one. That's consistency, you know, and we're quite sure they're gonna they're they're back to that consistency already. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're gonna see a good game next year, no question about it. So let's talk about the Eagles briefly, Jerry. Um, this is the kind of score that you expected to see. Yes. Um, was the game as cleanly executed as I would have liked to have seen it? No, but still, they got the job done. And each week they are getting better and better and better. So hopefully we continue to clean up some of the penalties, uh, the false starts, some of the holdings and things like that. And, you know, we just go out here and execute the offense and the defense as best as we can. But our team is still very young, too. Indeed. <laughs> you know, a lot of these guys uh, haven't played a lot of varsity minutes. So it really bodes well for them. So it looks like they got to they gotta shut it down in here, huh, Jerry? Indeed. They're kicking us out, Nate. Well, everybody out there listening, they thank you. Of our crap. <laughs> thank you for uh, <laughs> bearing with me today as your play-by-play guy, <clears throat> and Jerry being your your color analyst today. That was the pain. <laughs> we thank you for bearing with us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we're welcome to your feedback. <clears throat> I'm sure some of you will give it, even if I don't ask for it. It's all good. <laughs> it comes with the territory. I love you anyway, the way you love me. But again, it's amazing and fun to. Call these games for your kids and support our Exeter Eagles. We hope that you enjoy it. Much love to our sponsors, uh, who we wouldn't be able to do this without them. So big shout-out to them. And and what do you want to say, Jerry? I want to say you did a great job your first time doing play-by-play. Yeah, I was a little nervous. Yeah, Yeah, I I can tell. (laughs) You were a little nervous, but but you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we are next week at home against Governor Mifflin. Should be a good game. And it's going to be a real good game because yes. I, I don't remember if Mifflin finished last night, but they were way ahead oh. on Boyertown. I, they were. They were. It was 35 nothing at the half, and I'm, I think they were continuing it yeah. today. Today. But we're, uh, th- that's our next opponent, and the boys will get ready for them. And we'll bring it to you. We'll be here Friday night, 645, as we always are. Be there, be square. Indeed. So, for... Jerry Gelliff, I am Nate Govan. You have been listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media, where your Exeter Eagles win 49-14. to Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you for joining us for Exeter Eagles football on the Exeter Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, located at five points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Join us next week when the Eagles come home to take on the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night.